Thank you to the Patreon supporters of April 2022. Sarah P, aka Situational Daddy on Instagram, Adam S, Elio, Sandy and Paul J, Nathan E, Jacqueline M, Matthew J, and Big Time Jim. Help support our show by pledging a monthly amount at patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. Are we recording? <laughs> We're always recording. You told me to always record. <laughs> always record, Brad. There's always content yeah. in the podcast, Brad. There's always, there's always content. content in the That's podcast. It's like the most like influencer thing. It's there's always content. Monetize everything. When does the content stop? What was I, I referencing? Begin. I just I just lost it. There's always content in the podcast. Oh. There's always room for jello. No, it's the mask. Yes, there's yeah, always right. room for one more kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always time for one more kiss. Metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically speaking. We all wear masks. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about being John Malkovich. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we Remember. You're doing like more hand motions. I like and it. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a visual medium, apparently, I've been told. Oh. Like this movie. Recording? Yeah. It's a very visual. Yeah, it's very visual. Podcasts very visual. have moved to YouTube now. So, who's in being John Malkovich? <laughs> Is. Mm. John Cusack? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh. Oh. Uh, oh, speaking of the mask, yeah. Cameron Diaz is in this. Kind of uh, unrecognizable-ish. Yeah, she's got like super poofy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she does not look the same at all. No. And then uh, Catherine Keener's in this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And John Malkovich. Yes. <laughs> so uh, many good actors. And directed by... Spike Jones. Spike Jones. That's yeah. right. Man, this is going to make me go watch the Yeah, Right like skate video from way back <laughs> again I, I, I watched that way too like I don't he, remember like he he kind of got big way back doing like skate videos in LA mm-hmm. um, where he would do like crazy visual effects like he was like one of the first people to do the one where like you paint the board out and so it looks like they're skating on nothing and like yep. so it's sort of like this weird little mini featurette but it's like an hour yeah, long he was or something a, and there's a good he one was a like part of some of the skate magazines yeah he does yeah. one where like the uh, dude like jumps the sidewalk and like spans the entire street and lands again like it's a visual effect that play it and that's where like the guy's just like what yeah right like when he watches it happen did he it's also really give uh, ludicrous big arms in that, in that music video is that Pro- him it sounds right he's done him. some uh daft punk music videos mm-hmm. too yeah i think i got Maybe him and michelle, michelle gondry. gondry i think i'm thinking of michelle Ma- gondry. mixed up yeah i mean sometimes. they're both kind of visual effects people yeah they're really, like, yeah, yeah they're very most. similar and then charlie kaufman wrote this movie oh yeah and michelle okay. gondry did one of his movies and spike yeah it seems like a, his movies so a little bit of a little bit of merry-go-round going there mm-hmm. 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 is there a plot do we have a plot of being john malkovich we have john yes. cusack is a puppeteer 
Yes, he's oh, a, is that his a main puppeteer. job. He well, does it it's not actually his main job. Yeah, but I don't he think he's like he's have like a job. Right, I was gonna say he's yeah. like unemployed. He's a, like, he's, he's a loaf. He's a layabout. Yeah. So it starts with him doing a puppet show on the street, and he's really good. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yep. he's like really dedicated to it. And but he's not really doing stuff for like people. He's just doing it for himself. So there's like this melodrama of him and so one of his puppets is actually him mm-hmm. and one of his other puppets is i don't know if it's his if it's it might be Catherine keener eventually it's someone he ends up falling in love but he's with just her. doing like a love story where you know like the the two are like humping each other and kissing and it's like there's music and he's got like a little kind of like set and it's on the street <laughs> and there's a girl watching and some like I think it was like some dad just like hey and like punches him because he's <laughs> oh, like no. he's going like he's good, yeah, know, they're like content, humping and like yeah. the little girls like watching it. They live um, with a bunch of animals. Yeah, I remember her having bird cages. That's right. Yeah, I don't know if she has actual birds in there. Is it like the house? Is a house full of birds? It's full of like dogs and there's a monkey in this movie. And she seems like she's really stressed out, right? Like very the, high 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 stress. Yeah, level. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and she's uh, trying to push him into getting a job. Yep, and then he has he goes on an interview. I don't know how far I am into the film. It's it's pretty quick. He's and, looking through classifieds yeah. and he circles something. He for sees her. something yeah. unique. And it, what is it like the thirteenth and a third floor? Is that like was a thing? Yeah, he's going to apply third, for third like a twelve and a half. Just a cabinet. Yeah. Fi- he's just doing filing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like an office he's building. Doing. Yep, and so he's t- he's supposed to go to the I forget the name of the company. But yes, he's supposed to go to the thirteenth and a half, thirteen and a half floor, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't know where that is exactly. Yeah. But he gets on the elevator, and the elevator opens opens up halfway. Well, he's he on with someone else, and he's like, st- he he walks on with someone else, and he's staring at the buttons, and he's like looking. It says thirteen and a half, and he's like confused. And the guy's like, "Are you going to the thirteen and a half floor?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, I'll show you how you do this." And so they're going up, and you literally like right in between when it hits thirteen. To 14 you have stop. to stop the elevator ah. and then pry it open with like a crowbar <laughs> and then you're on like the little it's a little half floor, floor. Yeah, little yeah, half floor. floor seven and a half right uh, yeah i'll take you through it This is the one, the thing I remember, yeah. like dark hallway with the little tiny doors. And everyone's like pushing stuff in the hallway, like little carts yeah. and things, and all the doors are small. This is like the start of like, what is happening? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Why is is it... this real life? What is yeah, this? Yeah, because the, the film feels very conventional <coughs> up until this point. Yeah, it almost... just gets sprung on you that it's about to take a real surreal twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then John Melovich exists in this world that we're in. He is actor John Yeah, he plays himself. Yeah. Himself. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a hole, there's a door that he can't get into, right? There is a portal. Well, we don't know that yet. There's a hole. There's a, there's a door or a hole. And then when he goes into it, he becomes John Malkovich. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, so he's like being John He's like Malkovich? being he John Malkovich. Uh, John Malkovich. In a first person, like fish eye view. Yeah. And he's he's not in he isn't in control at this point. Right. He's just like seeing life through the eyes of John Malkovich. Yeah. I, right. Maybe he doesn't even know who he is at first, but then he keeps like, there's some sort of draw. I'm like, to feel like I might know too much about this he, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know very little about Where this movie. Where he keeps on so. like wanting, he's gonna, he has a yearning to get back into the portal. Yeah, once you do it, it once, again. like it sounds like that's, yeah. A little bit like, of a high. It, yeah, exactly. It's like a, a drug kind of, yeah. like you want to do that more and more. Because yeah. every character in the movie like ends up wanting to go in this hole because John Cusack just can't keep well enough alone. He's trying to like impress Catherine Keener. Yeah. Telling him about this thing. He actually even brings like Cameron Diaz into it. Because he starts to turn a new leaf and be like happier yeah and like being a better person just be like he wants they're to living be with through john Catherine keener yeah oh, as yeah. soon as he so he she like, works in the office right she works in the office mm-hmm. he gets hired like right away because he's a you know with the puppeteer he's like really good with his hands there's one shot it's really kind of funny where um a guy's like testing him he's like here's a bunch of files put them in alphabetical order and they speed up the footage a little bit and so you see him going like and he's like, oh, my God, get the Guinness <laughs> Book of Records on the phone. <laughs> That's what the boss says. Oh, man. And so he gets hired right away. And I think when he's doing his interview, they kind of fo- fakely explain why is the 13 and a half floor with some kind of like opening like orientation video about the original owner falling in love with a girl who was like three feet high. Oh, hmm. built a floor uh, just for her. Built a floor yeah. just for her is exactly what it says in there. But she's like sitting in on the um, the orientation, but she's like just like writing on something. So he like immediately falls in love with her and tries to like get to know her and get to know more, more about the company. But she's like very snooty and doesn't want anything to do with it. She him. seems like a bad person. And she is because she just uses him. She's a user yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she also like rebuffs him a ton of times, and he just keeps going and yeah. keeps yeah. And is she is he married to Cameron, or are they like yeah on the fence? They've been in the- a relationship for a while, but it's been very like yeah. just mundane. Like is is she wanting him to ask propose or anything like that, or are they or are they, or or they, they just, are married? Yeah, or they yeah they are no, married. No, I think and just that or- I think that John Cusack feels like he's in a relationship with her and this monkey, and the monkey is like kind of like. Have we talked about the monkey yet? There's or a is monkey. This new? Yeah. There's a chimpanzee. That okay, she, <laughs> that's what's in the birdcage. Yeah, she has a she has a chimp that she. I think she might work for like a vet clinic or something, or she's just like like she makes she's a nature show, or she's like an animal handler or something. I think she's just like passionate about animals and rescuing them, and so she just keeps bringing a bunch of animals. It feels like it's illegal if people find out about it. <laughs> right, right, right. So she's just news. a really nice person, and he's kind of a jerk. But he, she, she ends is up being a, nice a mean person. person. She ends up being kind of a jerk, too. She gets oh. turned halfway she goes through. The other she, way. Yeah, you never feel like she's going to be a part of the movie, but she mm-hmm. does near mm-hmm. the middle to end part. And during this part of the movie, John Malkovich kind of like feels like something is off, right? He starts to get like... weirded out by something that's happening to him yeah so because john cusick eventually gets a little bit of control of his body right because what happens is when you go into the portal you don't have any control you're just observing what john malkovich is Mm -hmm. doing 
And then after a couple of minutes or so, it just kicks you out onto yeah. the New Jersey turnpike. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's and right. you just fall from the sky onto the turnpike. <laughs> and then you're just yeah. like right at like an inner, like yeah, a ramp the, intersection. The first time he does it, he like gets home late and Cameron Diaz is like, why were you gone so long? He's like, I was in New Jersey. New Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But he's, once that happens, he wants to convince Catherine Keener that like this is happening. He's like, I just like went through a portal mm-hmm. into John Malkovich. Nobody knows who John. Like the one joke throughout this is nobody knows who, who John Malkovich is. <laughs> what, what have been his big movies? I guess Con Air. There's there's one cab guy that was like in the movie. He's like, oh, is that that guy from that thief movie? And and John Cusack's like, I don't know. And then later on, like Catherine <laughs> Keener's like, who's John Malkovich? He's like, oh, he's that one guy from that thief movie. <laughs> but he's, he's just That's repeating really good. it. Oh man, I don't even know what my first like foray into Malkovich is. For, it's for some for people, sure, it'd be for dangerous liaison. Dangerous liaisons, yeah. Mm. Wasn't he in like a not maybe like he a was a he's like a very Shakespearean actor, yeah, he did like stage some Shakespeare actor. stuff. Mm. He was also in Con Air. Yeah, um, you said that, didn't you? Yeah, that's my first ago? one for sure. Yeah, he was in Con Air. Yeah. Uh, what about Con Air? Well, what do you mean the hair dryer brand? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was the Con Hair Dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't touch my bunny. I always thought it was interesting that he was playing like the really mean guy in Con Air because later Cyrus on in other virus? movies, I yeah. was like, he doesn't seem intimidating, but he mm-hmm. really pulled it off in that one. <laughs> he looked a little bit like a, I don't know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin in that movie. Sure. Shadow of the Vampire. I liked him in that a lot, but I think that was after the fact. Oh, is that the, that's the one with uh, Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's a great movie. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. My favorite role for him is still in Hitchhiker's Guide, where he plays Zaphod uh, Beeblebrox. No, no, he, he plays a, Hamakavula, right? The, Ma- a made-up character for the movie. Very funny. I need to go back and give that movie another chance. I try so often, and I love the book so much that the movie just pales in comparison. Ugh. See, I'm I'm not like I've read the book and it's great, but book. it's not one of my favorites. And the movie, I love it. It's in my top like five favorite movies. I gotta go back. I gotta try it. Most deaf is hilarious. <laughs> It's not his name anymore. Martin Freeman though. is really good. Yasin Bay or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's changed it since then, too. I think it's another one, yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. Zoe Deschanel. Um, Did he change Ra- it to that? And Sam Rockwell. He's just, you know, he's always great. So Zoe Deschanel and Sam Rockwell. That's a good, like, combination of names. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, they, do they go in the, together? No, you can't go in together. Only okay. it well, doesn't let you. Well, that, if one goes in after you, do you get kicked out? You can kind of go in together, but it, there's a weird thing that happens to it's, you. It's hard to explain. It kind of comes up later in the movie. Hmm. Um, but he does convince Catherine Keener of of this. I think she goes in. So he was trying to convince her that this portal exists. Yeah, just by showing her and having her go in. But I don't think she wants to. I don't remember exactly what happens there but pretty quickly they yeah, decide to start making he, money Cusack, off of like it. leaves to go pick her up at the turnpike or something right it's like you go in i'll go meet you in new jersey oh oh you're right mm-hmm. you're right okay and so oh wait Ooh. here's what happens first i oh no i know oh, oh. I thought he. I thought he, he has Cameron Diaz Malkovich, going. Malkovich. Malkovich. Okay, so Malkovich. before that, <laughs> okay, before that, um, 
basically they're they decide that they're going to go into business um and getting people to go into john malkovich, to be john malkovich. Yes. so there's a giant a line. line i remember that of yeah. people waiting to get into john malkovich's head um i don't know how quickly this happens but he's starting to feel very different john malkovich is he's yeah. starting he's to starting feel to like you were saying something is going on mm-hmm. And so he goes to one of his best friends. Maybe even he hears like voices in his head or something like that. Well, he's having moments where he's like losing. He, he loses control of his mouth and it just goes like. <laughs> <laughs> is there a narrative we're falling with him, or is it just like random cut scenes of like the mundane John Malkovich life that people like? Like he's in. It's very mundane. He's like he's like, he's like washing out. his hands yeah. and he's like cooking dinner. <laughs> and like he looks at himself in the mirror and he's like adjusting his tie. And John Cusack is like, oh wow. Because you hear like a muffled voice of John Cusack or Catherine Keener of whoever's like in the head with them, right? Yeah, a little bit of a narration. Yeah, yeah, you do. You hear, you hear in the background like this the the voiceover of them like just you know observing what's going on. Mm-hmm. But John Malkovich doesn't feel hear. this yet or hear this. And so many people keep going into his head that he's starting to feel like crazy. He's starting to lose it, and so he goes and um, he goes and gets advice from uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, playing that's where himself. You go. Tiger blood. <laughs> tiger blood. Get some tiger blood. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it was Charlie Sheen like, like drinking tiger blood? What? <laughs> you don't know about that? went off the deep end for yeah. a while. Yeah, he had like AIDS and like had. Well, I knew that. He was on all the I drugs. Knew he was like doing drugs and had AIDS. Mm-hmm. And... Got tiger blood running through his veins. That's okay. Well, you got to go to the tiger blood vein yeah. person. And he apologized for everything, and he was real sad. So, you know, bummer. Yeah. You blew it, Charlie. Too much coke and hookers. But this is a little bit before then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yeah, so so he's just like playing himself. And I think he's just like, you just need to go out on on the town, get drunk and have sex and something like that. He's just like convincing him like, you just need to live it up. Does Catherine Keener, uh, without John Cusack knowing, start to make attempts to get into John Malkovich's life? Or is that so that they go in to they're they're in like cahoots together yeah, b- sort of because Catherine Keener is using I don't think Catherine Keener actually does go into John Malkovich I think what she does to feel convinced is John Cusack goes in and he falls and then in the she turnpike. she meets John Malkovich somehow and basically like he mentions, John Malkovich like, asked her out on a date oh. but she knows that John Cusack is inside mm-hmm. there and she'll only sleep with John Cusack when he's in the body of John Malkovich exactly which is weird yeah it's a weird hmm. thing she has like it's some kind thing. of fetish I think about that that comes up does she have like an ultimate oh, goal right because they're in the middle of having sex and John Cusack is trying his best to control John Malkovich mm. and so like they're having sex and <laughs> It's like having a weird like transition between like John Malkovich is talking and then John Cusack's trying to take over and he's like and he's like <laughs> and then John Malkovich is like what the f- what's going on and he's like freaking out and um, I mean it makes sense because he's a puppeteer he's trying to become yeah. a puppet Whoa, he's trying to puppet master he's Meta. trying to be the puppet master of John Malkovich. he's a puppet master you could puppet, say it yes puppet master <laughs> he's, he's, he's not he's master. not even a puppet knight yet Brad okay you have to become a puppet knight before you can puppet master he's Pup- a puppet apprentice yeah puppet apprentice a, a puppa one <laughs> <laughs> he's a will puppa so Cameron Diaz knows something's going on and John Cusack's being real coy because he's 
cheating on his wife or whoever it is. Yeah. And is then, it cheating, Brad? And then John Malkovich <laughs> is freaking out because he knows something's going on. Yeah. And he eventually confronts John Cusack in some form. And then John Cusack tells him about the hole. And then John Malkovich goes inside in of John his, Malkovich. In, in his own yes. head. <laughs> well, he, he finds a... John Malkovich finds a flyer, I think, that's like... You have you ever wanted to be someone else? Come to this place, and it's like kind of just you know because they're selling tickets still to the. There's a massive line. It's like eight nine p.m. There's a massive line, and everybody's like hunched over in this line because the 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 hall's too small. Third half floor. And uh, John Malkovich has like a little baseball cap on, and he's like walking past the line. Everyone's like, "Hey, no cutting!" And he's like, "This is my life." (laughs) He's like, "This is my body." (laughs) He's like freaking out. So everyone going inside of that time was just standing in the line waiting to go back inside yeah all right they just want to keep going in because you only get like a couple minutes yeah but, but you're only, you're going in as him waiting in line still so right just, so yeah if you go if you're in line and you go in <laughs> you're in Malkovich waiting. waiting in line yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like wait oh you're just waiting in the line I just waited in yeah. <laughs> that's actually really funny <laughs> like one guy's like oh he's starting to come here oh he's starting and then the next right. guy's like oh he's starting to get here <laughs> I don't know when this comes up but eventually John Cusack has to before he officially becomes John Malkovich he has to um, Every time he goes his, in there, he stays in. He can stay in a little bit longer too, right? Yeah, he started. He's like, I'm starting to learn how to control you it a little to, bit more, like build up a tolerance. Yeah, but before that, um, Cameron Diaz, like he he basically has to tell her he has to come out with like I like found this this portal and it goes into John Malkovich. She doesn't believe him. He's like, I can I can have you, I could show you, and she's like, okay, and then like she goes in it herself, and you get to see her perspective. Her. It changes. Do you remember how it changes her? I don't, but she ends up like not liking John Cusack anymore. She ends up discovering that she's actually a man. Oh, that's right. I did for uh, yeah. She actually like as soon as she gets out, oh, he picks her up at the turnpike, and she's like, "I gotta go back." Yeah, she's like, "She's like, she I realizes have to go this back. was like a big yeah revelation. Wow. It's a revelation. She's like, I'm like, I'm actually a guy, yeah. and like." So for her, very progressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I think he just ends up taking her back home, but he realizes like she ends up having like an itch for it though, like a lot. It's like another layer of like John Cusack is like losing, kind of yeah. like Every, yeah, he, he's not happy, and then he's like life. he's losing maybe his his girl. He's not interested in his girl. She's mm-hmm. not interested in him. <clears throat> and she becomes very distant to him, right? Well, he become he, he. I think, they, or, or or he like starts acting hoity-toity. Um, there's like a cross. There's like a, a a cut in the middle of the movie where uh, some time passes, where he John Cusack now has control over John Malkovich, and he has become Fully, John yeah. Malkovich completely, mm. and he's not not able to be kicked out of the portal. He's stuck in there. He's actually like really powerful inside this inside the body, and the longer he stays in, the more he can be john malkovich and no one else can come in behind him mm-hmm. so <laughs> because he's john cusack and not john malkovich anymore he decides to quit acting and become a professional puppeteer as john malkovich wow yeah and so he's doing these like swan lake like there's actual ballet dancers and he's got a massive giant puppet and he's above the stage <laughs> like doing the puppeteering and like everybody's just like so happy for him and he 
because John Cusack has super long hair in the movie and a ponytail, he decides <laughs> to grow out his hair as John Malkovich. So John Malkovich has a ponytail now. That's pretty good. <laughs> and Catherine Keener is like with him, right? Yep. He's kind of getting everything he wanted and to some degree. She's with John Malkovich fate. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, um, Oh, my favorite kind of reaction. Okay. <laughs> so this is what happened. It seems as though Cameron Diaz went into John Malkovich while she was having sex with John Malkovich and she got really turned on by it. And then oh. she was like, you said she, oh, I I, I, Catherine, Sorry, Catherine, Catherine Keener was having sex. With John <laughs> Catherine, Catherine Keener was having sex with John Malkovich while Cameron Diaz was in there. So she's attracted to Catherine Keener too. She's attracted to her too. Everybody's. Yep. Gotcha. And then she's like, I, I think I'm a guy. In love with and Catherine like, Keener. He's yeah. like, no, you're just confused. You're just in John Malkovich. Um, and so Catherine Keener's pregnant in this like transition cut with John Malkovich, but yep. it's John Cusack also. Very confusing. Hmm. Sort of. It, it's actually Cameron Diaz's She's kid the, in a way. Oh! Because she, it was she the was moment at the time. At okay. the time. Oh, of conception. Mm-hmm. I think so. I believe that to be the case. Interesting. Okay. So do they end up all being like a one big happy family in some degree? Well, John Malkovich flips out and gets... I say, like, are we almost at the end here? Like, we're, we're, yeah, we're how far in close. this is? Like, this is like probably three-fourths of the way. Or, okay. Get me there. Okay, so... Take me home. We got our Andy Hubert culmination no. of this conflict. <laughs> um, do you guys remember any other details? Here? I remember no. it, it also ends with the puppet show, but I, I just I remember the big thing. line in the hallway. Mm. Yeah. So I know all the John Malkovich heads, which I love a lot. Where it's like the CG John Malkovich heads all over the. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. All over that. the diner. Yep. Yeah. Because he's incepted himself. So I th- and he also has boobs at one point. He does. Oh, with the with the Malkovich Malkovich scene. Oh, so great. Because because in that that scene, uh, he's like, he's also a baby. I think or he something. passes the the line and he comes up to John Cusack and he's like, "What the heck's going on here?" Like, and then eventually he's like, "I gotta, I'm going in there." He's like, "I don't think you should go in there." He's like, "I'm going in there." He goes in there and then John that's when Cusack's the movie becomes like, amazing. I don't know what would happen if you go inside your own head. <laughs> <laughs> Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich. Malkovich! Malkovich. 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 <laughs> Malkovich. 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 So basically how it kind of wraps up is we find out that the boss at the company that John Cusack got hired into is this really old man who at times says things that are really confusing and don't make sense, a little out of character. He has a secretary too, who also kind of says things that are like, don't make sense or out of character. Um, 
but basically somehow Cameron Diaz goes to this guy's house where this guy explains to her what's going on and that basically this portal has existed for a little while for these this this guy and a couple of his friends and the secretary woman to all go into it together and so hmm. what they're doing is they're forming into one person in order to continue living Whoa. and they've done this a couple times it's actually. get out it kind of it's get out <laughs> how's how so because it's they're somebody going over to, a new body yeah. basically yep yeah, so it's like <laughs> the, bodies, out. the body's a vessel that they want to go into so that they can continue existing. So they're, they're working their way up into going into John Malkovich. And well, they even explained that they planned this out from the moment John Malkovich was born. Oh. Or just before he was born, because there's a whole room dedicated to John Malkovich, and they have hmm. photos of him as right. baby and him in college and first acting roles and all that. That's interesting. And so they've just been like monitoring them from a distance thousands of lives inside very truman show this one person <laughs> yeah i don't think that cameron diaz wants to go into the portal but what happens is she has to convince john cusack to 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 leave to leave the the john malkovich yeah, to stop yeah which i think then cameron diaz and katherine keener are in cahoots at, to try to convince him to leave somehow now they're trying to convince him to leave so these other people can continue doing their thing. Yeah, they want to manipulate him to leave so the older people can just go into John Malkovich gotcha. and continue to be. But um, I don't remember exactly how it plays out, but it starts to get really weird. Where like I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if like the process of him getting kicked out of the portal is really confusing. But there's like a whole sequence where he's like trying to chase Cameron Diaz and Catherine Keener, and they're like opening a door. And then, like, on the other side of the door, they're, like, crawling up from a room and then, like, going down a ladder. And it's, Ooh. like, then they're into a new room. And it's, like, really confusing, kind of, like, the labyrinth in a way. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> it, it starts to turn into, like, a very, like, uh, eternal sunshine moment. Yeah. It doesn't quite fit exactly as much as, like, the oddity of, like, eternal sunshine can do. Hmm. Um, so it's not, like, the strongest ending. But eventually he gets kicked out of the... Uh, of John Malkovich. Of John Malkovich, or maybe removes himself. I mm -hmm. can't remember. Yeah, maybe he has a moment where he can, like, release control or something like that. Yep. He realizes that he, you know, he can't do this forever. And so Catherine Keener and Cameron Diaz are they end up together. together. They end up together. Um, as themselves, not as anybody else. As far as we know. And then at the very end, she gives birth, and they're at, like, a pool, I think it is. And you see the baby looking at Catherine Keener and Cameron Diaz and they're like just talking and then you hear a voiceover and it's John Cusack and he's inside the baby oh! <laughs> looking at them like wanting to to be with Catherine Keener really bad. Do they know? Man, you're a baby. They don't know that he's the baby. <laughs> they don't know. Whoa. I don't know how I don't I don't remember how that happened. Exactly. Okay. This no? is really cool. I like this. I think I just laid out the whole movie. Yeah, that's yeah, I know it was good. <laughs> but we'll see what Andy got right and what Andy got wrong in part two. Anything <laughs> you want to yeah. say before I say? <laughs> I know so much. Anything to add, Andy Hubert? I got nothing. And what we remember being Diamond. I'm sorry to have called you like that, but I was just really, really scared. And I 
was so freaked out. I mean, it was like somebody was just moving all the way through me, moving my arms, moving my hands, talking for me. I mean, I, I literally, I feel like I'm going crazy, Charlie. I'm sure you're not going crazy. You don't understand, man. It's like nothing yeah, I've ever yeah, felt. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Were you stoned? Yes. Yes, sir. Jesus. Yes. Yes, I was stoned. But what the, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Charlie, someone was talking through my mouth. You were stoned. Case closed, end of story. How hot is this, babe? You know what? Maybe it was this Lottie woman talking, because it could have been her talking through me. Because the, this, the weird thing is this Maxine likes to call me Lottie. Ouch. That is hot. Welcome back to the Overhead is Low podcast. We watch Being John Malkovich. Uh, I got to be, be honest with you guys. I was not looking forward to this. I thought you were going to say you didn't watch this movie. No. I watched it I two hours ago. and It's exactly two hours long. I, yeah. I, I kept putting it off. And I, and I was like, because I remember not liking this the first time I watched it way back. Which is also why I remembered next to nothing about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I f- love this movie. This right? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's I was absolutely. Oh my gosh! It's the 1999 movie craze. This movie it's right in there. Mm-hmm. One of the best this movies ever. movie. I don't know how it exists. It is so mm. the out Jones, there Swanda. and just completely unlike any other movie. It's so ridiculous. Can't and Charlie Kaufman. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably had been written for a while, and they just couldn't convince John to do it until he eventually just caved. Yeah, I'll do it. Fine. Yeah, I, I think I remember reading the trivia a while ago, and they kind of talked a little bit about that. Um, that he he passed on it for a little while, and eventually came back around to it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like Charlie Kaufman movies? Other than adaptation, what's another one? Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do I like that I love one. Eternal Sunshine. Um, I I kind of get vague on like the later ones, but I know one of them is uh, Schenectady, New York, which oh, I, yeah, I, I don't was think was like boring. very. Yeah, good I'm not, and I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not like. Adaptation's fine. Like, it's not my favorite. I don't know. I feel like... Adaptation's it, good. He needs to be paired with the right director for me. And I think both this film and Eternal Sunshine are, like, exactly what I'm looking for. That's a good point. Um, well, Adaptation is same director, same writer. Spike Jones made that is one this well. I didn't realize it yep. was a Spike Jones. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I think... Maybe, well, uh, you know, maybe I need to revisit it because I clearly hated this movie in my head and then I was absolutely <laughs> wrong about it. So, you time will, to go back. like it. Is right, it possible go somebody else was inside your head when you were watching you it know, the first time? I did move my hand across my left breast. <laughs> <laughs> Put but that's just that's just Wednesday. It's <laughs> just a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, that just happens all the time. Maybe have they always been in my head? Mm-hmm. He also uh, Charlie Kaufman wrote a movie before this called Human Behavior. Hmm. Have you guys heard of that one? I don't think is it so. Sarah Jessica Parker and Tim Robbins, or is that something else? That's Human Nature. Mm. What's Human Behavior? Maybe it's called Human Nature. <laughs> is it got Tim Robbins in it? I don't know if it, I can't remember. I only saw it once. Oh, okay. Um, but it had something to do with like primates and like a, a scientist one of us, guy. One of us is correct, I'm sure. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it was kind of a forgettable one, but that was a Michelle Gondry one as well. Ooh. So he, it was Michelle Gondry, and then Spike Jones did too, and then Michelle Gondry came back for Eternal Sunshine. Spike cool. Jones made all. So it's all these music video directors making yeah. me. Fresh. He made all of the music videos in the '90s. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He made all of them. So, yeah, <laughs> Michelle Gondry, Chris Cunningham. You can remember you can get those like 
they made um, unique like the DVDs. Mu- music video director specials like mm-hmm. yep. and I have one of oh, the yeah. Michelle Gondry ones. I remember watching it both in a film class. I think we watched a bunch of Michelle Gondry videos because they're all amazing. Oh, um, and then I think yeah, I don't so know if it was you or one of our friends start. had the the same table. We watched it like multiple times. It's so good. Like yeah, there's so it. many good videos that he's done. Yeah, they're just astounding. Just like Michael Bay. I finished my thought. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I saw even uh, Michael Stipe was a producer. Producer. I saw that, that too. Oh, I, was, yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. the entire credits and everything as and, I was cooking. And I've always thought that Michael Stipe and John Malkovich look so similar oh, to they, each other. Well, yeah. Yes. You think that's why he got cast? Man. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Is this a baldest film? That makes sense. That, follow, that follows. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they chose John Malkovich overall, but... John Cusack had a lot of hair and John Malkovich yes, had zero he, hair. He, he, yeah. Well, that's why John Malkovich had... Had hair at the end maybe 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 cusack was like he had so much fun on con air he was like it has to be malkovich <laughs> yeah. um i i had read some of the trivia for this one they did talk about apparently the, the story goes that cusack specifically told his agent to find like the most unproducible script to like and, and like his producer brought him this and he was like absolutely get me an audition <laughs> like <laughs> it is this movie has semi unproducible yeah yeah the, it, man Cameron Diaz is every performance in this yeah. film is so good I didn't re- I, I, I knew it was Cameron Diaz but I did not see her in my brain this until like halfway through the film different role for it's her amazing movie. I think she's, she's yeah man and Catherine Keener I think like hasn't like found her moment at this point yet hmm but R- right, but and I think like I she's been doing stuff. She was in like a I remember she's in a Seinfeld episode early on, but she did some I indie films. Say I Walking really... and Talking was a really good movie that she was hmm. in. Uh, but is John Malkovich the biggest star, or is John Cusack a bigger star? John Cusack's a big you star think so at, too. The time? at the time. Well, John Cusack, the time, they were probably really timeline. close at the time. Yeah, like John mm. oh, Cusack yeah. was making movies in the early eighties. Oh, and... got the High Fidelity. Well, I mean, no, even Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. um, Say Anything. uh, One Crazy Summer. Octopus (laughs) Face. You told me to say anything. Oh. Octopus Face. (laughs) There you go. It's like like the press any key. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say John Cusack, John Malkovich... Were a lot of Johns. Big. Is this a, is this a Johnist film? Ooh, yeah. Spike John's Johns. Christian Spike Johns. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. I do know another little tidbit. Tell um, me about your tidbit. Well, I will. <laughs> you guys like Lost in Translation? Yeah. I, I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Except so, for the director, but yes. So Lost in Translation, it's kind of about making this movie in a behind the scenes way because there bill murray is john malkovich no, bill film? murray has nothing to do with it but Scarlett johansson's butt Scarlett jo- <laughs> the chimpanzee Scarlett johansson is dating a director yeah where, yes. but at the same time uh sophia coppola was dating spike jones while he was making mm. this movie and then in there's a scene because i think uh, giovanni rubisi plays the and, spike jones and role. anna he Ferris. brings in anna Ferris, who's supposed to be like the cameron diaz yeah and so uh sophia coppola wrote this movie um, kind of well using some of that experience. Of okay, him that's that really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. as like a backdrop for her movie. Hmm. And if you look it up, that's in the the trivia as well. And I am okay. That's pretty cool, isn't it? No. Okay, maybe not. Brad, I like moving that. on. Brad, not a Sophia Coppola <laughs> fan. No. No. You no. put your tidbit. Uh, do I have any tidbits? I saw this in theaters around the time because oh, 1999. It just seemed like there was. 
There was this no is bad for sure. Film. This is for sure not a movie I would have gone to the theater to oh, see at all. I would have been like, I'm not spending my money on and that. I think it was like an art theater. I don't know if it really played in the mainstream theaters. How old would you have been? I mean, we would have been, yeah, I would have been freshmen. It was a good time to want to see adults. No, we films. wouldn't have been freshmen. But was, what, 99? We were freshmen. Oh, you're right. We no, were we would have been middle school. school. Yeah, you're right. We were in like uh, seventh we're grade. We little babies maybe. in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what an art theater was, you know? <laughs> too busy What's an art theater even? Trying to rent species from the blockbuster. I was too busy uh, playing with my Neopets, you know? on and, and The going Tamagotchis? To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this movie when I saw it. I don't remember when I saw it, but it must have been early high school. I remember and not. I was like, this movie just like speaks this. to me. It's so out there and weird yeah. and unique. Makes you want to make films. And Makes it's you so make well put together. It is too. that kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. So many just like ideas that don't make sense. And then when you see them and they're combined, you just go for it. You just go with it. No problem. Yeah. I There's, think like the more layers that feel like kind of confusing it makes you buy into it more and more. So even the fact of having the the one level in the office building shorter, yep. you're like, well, that's kind of weird and unique. You kind of then buy in a little bit more. Okay, there's a portal now. Right. You, okay. You they, need to, they live in a house with a primate. It's like, the Alice okay. in Wonderland yes. phenomenon. You're right. Once well, and I, one I, weird thing I, I think tying into the idea that that you need the right director paired with the right writer on this specific movie and Eternal Sunshine, in that there are so many things that are just that exist and are absurd and have no purpose other than to be there and be absurd, and they wouldn't work if they if it wasn't shot right like if it didn't visually just happen the way it does like when he first gets to the office for the interview and the secretary just keeps misunderstanding him and mm-hmm. then like the the owner is like i'm so sorry about my speech impediment fortunately my secretary is uh, a doctorate in like, speech, <laughs> yeah. speech impedimentology yeah. <laughs> like yeah so yep. many all just hilarious bits too. that as as she, happen as as all the, the time the seventh and a half floor of it. Like that's the first thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it it is for like any questions for me. Like, why are the ceilings so? Oh, they'll cover that in orientation. Literally the first thing in orientation. Everyone watches the VCR tape. It's so good. It's oh man. It is important that you learn a bit about the history of this famous floor. Hello, Don. Hello, Wendy. Don, I was wondering, do you know why our workplace has such low ceilings? It's an interesting story, Wendy. Many years ago, in the late 1800s, James Merton, an Irish ship captain came to this town and decided to erect an office building. He called this building the Merton Flimmer Building, after himself and someone else who local legend has it was named Flimmer. Well, one day, old Captain Merton received an unexpected visitor. Captain Merton? I would want you girl child. I'm not a child, but rather an adult lady of miniature proportions. Oh, see. Well, if it's charity you're after, begun with you, you foul thing. I'm not asking for alms, Captain, but rather the ear of a kind man with a noble heart. Well, speak then if you must. Captain Merton, I'm afraid that the world was not built with me in mind. Doorknobs are too high, chairs are unwieldy, and high ceiling rooms mock my stature. Why cannot there be a place for me to work and safe and comfortable? The story has moved me like the other. Therefore, I shall make ye <coughs> me wife. And, and I shall build a floor for ye between the, between the seventh and the eighth in my own building. So at least there'll be one place on God's green earth where ye and your accursed kind can live in peace. I will make ye my wife. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> then people, creatures like you will have a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> creatures so like he's like, you're hideous. I will make me make you my make wife. you be wife. <laughs> it's so funny. Did you notice that the secretary came back at the end of the film? Yeah, because she's and was John Malkovich's wife. I think she's <laughs> also, you know, I don't know, but maybe she's also which is no the or which is great. Well, no, it's just because like, the, the, the owner the specifically the, the banger. Yeah, he like because he says to John, he's like, and I'm and I'm not sleeping with her. I don't, that's what you're thinking. That's what you're thinking. I mean, I want to, but <laughs> but I thought it was kind of unique <laughs> that so he good. wouldn't also invite her into John mm. Malkovich. You know, maybe yeah. she's only in for the next ride. Yeah, that's it. Could be. If she, if she yeah, makes I guess it, if she makes it <laughs> every forty-four years, depends on to, when they you get to take a ride. So th- this yeah. was again, it, the, it's clearly not the point of the movie. But I was extremely confused about the lore. He talks about discovering this portal, and then he has a whole book, and he knows these rules. How? If he discovered it, where did he learn these rules from? I think he is made up of hundreds of thousands of people that okay, also Okay, so you think it. he's been taking a bunch? Because it almost sounds like this is the time that he's bringing a bunch. I think well, he's you're right. Said, I, think I think he said like 90 people. years ago or something like that, he found this portal. Yeah. Something like that. So I'm assuming he... he I agree with Brad. He's, yeah. He's made up of multiple people himself. Now, um, if it's been 90 years, well, I guess depends on how old the next vessel is. Because I'm like, if it's 44 two, years every time, yeah, it'd be like two he, or three, He's only maybe? done two and he's on his third now? Yeah. I think there's multiple people inside of him also. Yeah, I, I do no, enjoy I think that. There's more, more people that keep jumping in. It's yeah. like a file inside a file. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's like when too many people try to clam, cram down a water slide. Exactly. Perfect. And then they explode. Which was the better <laughs> metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> they all get too, stuck in there. Too, yeah. <laughs> too many metaphors. <laughs> too, it's too many. I yeah. forgot about the violent Analogies. sucking of the hole. I know what I said just now. Yeah, I'll soundbite yeah, it later. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> but like, that was like a great moment. It's like you're, you're stuck and you're trapped in there. You're getting, you're going to Wonderland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even at the end when like all of them are like all the older people are going in, you hear like, what? What? Yeah. You hear like all of them kind of <laughs> going in as Lester's like looking for uh, uh, Cameron Diaz. He got his wood piece back at the end. Does that, does that mean anything to you? The oh yeah, he was holding a piece of wood at the end. Which he, he has it the first time wood. he goes in, and then yeah, and he comes he leaves, back he with comes him with the, the last time. Oh, because the very first time he's using it to like feel through the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that mean anything to you? What do you think that means? No, I don't know. I gotta call Spike Jones. Spike, yeah, give him a Spike? ring. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. I'm it curious. didn't seem to really serve a purpose. We uh, we did sort Close of the loop, I guess. Now yeah. in part one, we talked about we'll how he like them. keeps going back in and staying longer and longer. He only goes in like three times before he's permanently in Malkovich for like a year. Yep. Yeah. Like it's really quick that he realizes there. the rules don't apply to him basically because mm-hmm. he's a puppeteer is Cameron And I think like the longer guess. you stay in like he's he's able to control it a little bit. He says like so you don't resist him to stay it. in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he, it makes it stronger. It's like he figured it out. Yeah, he's like you wear like a suit, you have to be friends with the body. You, you can't fight it and try to control it. Cameron Diaz's character's theory is that because he's a puppeteer, he has sort of this unique perspective on mm. what it's like to control another body. Of course. Did you also yeah. feel like the puppeteer stuff in the beginning was sort of like a magician because that guy that was like the foreign guy in the bridge he looked much like David Copperfield <laughs> and I'm like in like I'm just wondering if John Cusack was like oh it's all this, this is all just for show this this guy doing mm. this thing I felt like it was like a magician oh the there's like a rival yeah that guy never comes back too. no no he never comes never back. comes back but it's like he aspires to and eventually becomes <clears throat> when he gets in the Malkovich body Right. Yeah, I think he sees that guy as just like a fraud. 
He sees it as a goal. He sees it. Uh, he sees that he, as a goal, he, but he sees the guy as like a fraud. I think. Right? The, I think he's just saying that to like sound cool. You know. Well, I don't want to sell out. Yeah, yeah. He's jealous. He's that's, that's one of those like you're telling yourselves excuses, yourself excuses, as to like mm-hmm. you feel less bad about the fact that you right. haven't been a of success. Course. Yeah, I don't care if this podcast doesn't have as many yeah, this viewers podcast, as this it podcast has. doesn't have to be good. Yeah, I'm not with them. I will sell out immediately. <laughs> I am absolutely happy to do it. McDonald's, call us. <laughs> <laughs> what if you take food in there? What do you think that's? Think it just gets stuck in his ear? Hmm. What if you got a pizza? <laughs> he goes in with a pizza, <laughs> and then John Malkovich pulls a whole pizza out. Like, what the? I did love, like, you know, we, we talk about when he goes into his own head. I love how, you know, there's a guy already in there when he runs in, and then they both come out together. That guy's just like, thank you, Mr. Malkovich. It was, was amazing. It was yeah. so good. When the, yeah, they get doubled up in there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was funny. Uh, and then, like, the guy no drives by, and he's like, hey, Malkovich, you suck. And he throws, <laughs> he throws a can and right at his head yeah i don't Suck think it, that was intentional i don't think he meant to actually hit his head but it was perfect <laughs> and they're like well that's a shot we're using oh my gosh it it was good he's a good sport mm-hmm. uh, do you like the mundane scenes i bet those are your favorite where he's just like looking at paper or like flipping yeah, he's through like, the book he's like, and, like talking on the phone he's like does that come in uh cerulean blue yeah that was i actually really <laughs> like when he's ordering oh, the furniture sorry sir we're all can on I get the mundane things in life right Oh, I man. mean, because that's like what us. it would be like, right? You go into somebody's body. You're just eating toast. What? They're just yeah, yeah. eating, watching The Office, <laughs> <What is it? laughs> pumping gas. I mean, now it's like you don't have to. You just go on Twitter, and they're doing all that stuff anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But this is like real time. It's from what it seems like, you can feel all the sensations they're feeling. Yeah, it has their own haptic f- feedback. Yeah, right. Because that's what happens with Cameron Diaz. Yes, he like, drives off his dinglings, and she's like. Oh, I don't know what that was all about. Drive off, dry off. He dries off his dingling. <laughs> yeah, he dries off his dingling after a shower, and that's when oh, she's, she's like, like "I want." I kept hearing "drives off," and I'm drives <laughs> off his dingling. His dingus. Cool band name. <laughs> drives off. Drive drives off, off the, the dingling. dingling. <laughs> drives off the dingling. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's when she starts, you know, wanting. She wants that wiener. She's, like, oh, that she's, she's real into that drying off sequence. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I was that excited about drying myself off, man. Like, she ultimately doesn't become a man. She stays no, in her no, body. Yeah. She's, no, yeah. No, no, she's no, I never said with, she became a man. She, but she like she's very satisfied with, with having passed on birth like to give like that was a, a big moment for her. right and that was because she brought up to john cusack like have you given more thought about having a family i don't remember if we brought it up in part one no i don't remember she, that's, either, so. like that's one of the early conflicts in their relationship is like she clearly wants a lot like, she has all those animals like oh. potentially as surrogates for like not having children including a chimp i don't think they ever explain what she was does like, where she i don't was think in, she's she was infertile or they just didn't want to have kids no like no, she specifically really asked if he'd given more thought to having kids and he's like no like he clearly doesn't off. want that and because he's because, already checked out the of the puppeteer stuff isn't working out and he's only thinking that i'll be ready once the puppeteer stuff works out but but then she's the one motivating him to get just a, just a go out and get job. a job yeah go get some uh, bills paid because he like shows up because he's punched by that one guy yep as he's doing the street that one guy is in total recall and 
the Sega CD game Sewer Shark. Whoa, that guy is the that okay. villain of Sewer now, Shark. That is some trivia you need to put in the IMDb. That's the tidbit. That's the bit that you need to put in there. <laughs> that was the tidbit he was saving. Wow. I would ask him if he had any tidbits. That's the uh, tidbit. Yeah, there, there's a tidbit. Tim Great Blitz. character actor guy, just like disgruntled New Yorker. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know. He, Jack Cusack's character is a genuinely phenomenal puppeteer, like really good. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. but like, you know, cannot yeah. find success, is a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's But like, puppeteer. becomes John Malkovich. And the documentary they watch of the John Malkovich is like, start, had to a, had a start his career all the way from the bottom, paying his dues again. And in eight months, has become a superstar. And it's like, sort of uh, like a you know, shade on the industry of like, no, he didn't. Like, <laughs> he was still John Malkovich. Like, yeah. And he became super famous for this other talent. Like, he, like, he could have been recognized as a puppeteer this whole time, but he wasn't famous already. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was just funny. I really enjoyed yeah. that. I'd say he's a better interpretive dancer than he is a puppeteer. Yeah, he was really good. He was great. Think about that. He's puppeted. He's he's John Cusack is puppeting John Malkovich, puppeting that puppet. Yeah, and just think about oh. John Malkovich acting as if John Cusack's puppeting John Malkovich being a puppet. <laughs> I give him the I Oscar. I couldn't follow that for a second. Have. Give him the Probably Oscar. Well, it was a tough year to win an Oscar. Let me tell you what. 99 was an insane year for film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what American Beauty? I mean, you could go on. Got, I got like, an old book uh, over Genuinely, there. yeah. That like got, that. Uh, best picture, I think, mm-hmm. right? That year specifically is just insane. I like the... Uh, Inside the actor's studio, Michael Caine ripoff show. He was hosting to like teach <laughs> yes. people how to puppeteer. Yes. And everyone what just are being you like, like no. that being good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're weeping, but you're not weeping. <laughs> yeah. Don't it's mess great. with the audience. Yeah. That Michael Caine acting video is like so funny. So, oh, I've you know seen that. Vi- yes, yeah. I've seen that and then, video. And then Peter Serafinowicz did his own version of it. That like <laughs> That's next funny. level. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. I, it, I like yeah. the Michael Caine one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's got crazy glasses, Look at the though. Camera. It's a lot of cigarette right smoke you just the constantly drunk. as a cigarette and there's just smoke everywhere yes. it's so 70s <laughs> in terms of like what we kind of missed i didn't really i kind of forgot what was happening at the ending with going through all the doors and everything right that was a neat little sequence yeah so yeah. like a big third act sequence. That's a, this is another one where it's like Cameron people just no Catherine rules Keener. that kind of surprised me. And where I thought like, it was John Cusack. I I forgot it was yeah, actually they, Cameron Diaz and Catherine Keener. But like they jump in and, and that's the first Keener's time Catherine spe- Keener goes in there. Yeah, she almost she never goes in until the end of the film. Mm-hmm. And she's specifically like, "Where are we?" And Cameron Diaz just knows. she's like, "Oh, we're in his subconscious." Right, because what what the what Lester said is if you if you go into the portal now with John Cusack, he's way too strong. You just be shoved down into the subconscious. Oh, okay, I missed the and line. And so um, that's exactly what happens yes. when they both go in there. And, and so they goes in there to kill her. Yep. Yeah. She's like, if she's, if I can't have you, nobody can. Yes. Because they're both obsessed over her, and she, you know, this is the point I think. But you're like it's still unclear where she stands for most of this movie. Like she's very opportunist all the time. That's sort of her character. Yeah. But yep. there is the moment like when she's pregnant and there's like a doll of Cameron Diaz's character, like in the bed and she's like lovingly like, like there's touching some it. There. Like she's like, Oh, she like really did potentially care for Cameron Diaz. But like, even at the end of it, like she, she still yeah. feels very opportunistic of, Oh no, like, well now Ultimately. Diaz is back on top and I'm heading off with her then. And, 
it's a lot it seems to end with like okay they're together yeah it seems like they're happy together at the end so i think the entire time it's she's kind of manipulative she's she is and she's very ambiguous yeah like and that's kind of the point the entire time which is it's fun it's she even says that she's just like well, this is all kind of confusing. I don't yes. know. Yes, I like that like she when, specifically when, multiple times in the film says, it's very confusing and everyone agrees. Everyone, whoever they're talking to is always like, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's I really mean, good. It not confusing, yeah. right? I like it a lot. Being in a thruple, you know, that's that's tough work. Being in a quadruple, she, sort of. Like, Malkovich is there, too. Of, yeah. She was kind of like, she wanted Catherine to Keener? be, Catherine Keener, yeah, wanted to be involved Maxine. in like um you know kind of in this love triangle yeah. but through john malkovich only it doesn't seem yes. like they, she 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 wanted to love money. all of them but she only right. wanted them to be john malkovich having sex with her yeah she loved the idea of what was happening the concept of controlling a person mm. which is what she tries to do to other she's people she's a puppeteer and too she gets obsessed with the idea that you know hey, that's actually this, actually that's a valid point she is kind of a puppeteer yeah, she's well. manipulating oh, the others the i didn't even really think about that it's but true. that is a really good and point it really like just really turns around when people are being manipulative or you know controlling other people like and the idea like when she talks with the idea that two different people are like obsessed with her but behind the eyes of yet another yeah, person like is just like, like yeah like way up there amazing could never that's have asked anything more yeah impressive that's her that's her, you know <laughs> that's what gets her I'm going like, shaman. like <laughs> if that gets her going then Brad, look, that's a great point like, right i didn't even think about like mm-hmm. just manipulation itself yes. is like being a like a puppet master yep well, and then I really, wow. I do really like the ending where, yeah, like, you know, there are now, potentially even before, but so many people existing as one person. And mm-hmm. yeah, it Eventually just is a collective. Yeah. He's just subsuming more and more people every time. Yeah. And it's only like the Malkovich line. So I don't know, maybe, maybe Lester, I don't know. It's kind of confusing how it works out because the next, the next portal is their, their child, yeah. which is, um, Cameron Diaz and Maxine's or Emily. Catherine Keener's child, Emily. She's the next portal, and that's where John Cusack is in the end. Because I think he goes through the portal again. There's yeah. a line where like you're imprisoned if you go in. To, yeah, like, if you too go in too and, late to get to take over the next host, you end up in the child permanently, and like the rules, according to the rules, impossible to control them. So, like, even though he was able to control Malkovich, he cannot do that the next time. And mm-hmm. I think the implication is that... Where it's a guy in a, in a prison cell. Yeah. I think the impression <laughs> is that he clearly went Wait, back what? to the portal and jumped in. the flip in. book that, yeah. that old man had? It's like he shows oh. a little brain tube, yeah. and then he shows a person like... It was like a sex ed book. <laughs> it was good. It was really funny. <laughs> His book's great. That's fun. I, I feel like they went out of their way to explain some plot holes. And I was, just, I was along for the ride anyway. Yeah. Even as far to say, how could that monkey untie a knot? I know. We'll do a flashback of a PTSD moment of the yes. monkey. That was jungle. This is another one of those very fun. Another one of those moments of pure saying. absurdity to yeah. put in this film, and it works it. because of yeah. how absurd everything else is. Yeah. It fits so well. I was a monkey flashback. I was dying when that happened. I was like, this is <laughs> was, so good. And it was shot on like handheld yes. camcorder, like DV cam. Oh my god, quality was like terrible. It's and so it funny, so well because it just it, it so Spike Jones. Yeah, I did like that they to really emphasize the idea that he is he has zero control in the girl at the end. Like when he specifically is telling them like look away because he doesn't want to see 
like how happy they you are. know how happy the women are together at the end and she just keeps staring in reduced frame rate because i'm assuming she turned away or something they needed to like the shot longer yeah mm-hmm. but they need to get the point in of like he can't it was kind of do what he was doing was before like, oh, that's like, creepy he's locked like, in look away yeah look away and the and she, audio not the, the, the sound of it sounded like he was in like an echoey room yeah was, alone it, like mm-hmm. added there the sound was very good creepiness to it was it. good i mean th- there's so many fun things and i feel like if you watch this over and over you catch even more small things every single time that you watch this yeah, like I, there's I, so much in this film i'd say cameron diaz gets redeemed when she doesn't shoot katherine keener about saving the baby and katherine keener um gets redeemed in the same moment john cusack never has his like come uh, come back be a good guy no moment. no he, he only has a he has a chance when the old man says get out of john malkovich i have your wife and yes. i'm gonna kill her and he doesn't do it. Yep. And then, yep. so that's the moment where, like, oh, John Cusack's bad. Yeah. He, he deserves the bad things coming to him. <laughs> he well, had his moment, and it's gone. Yeah, he's just like. <sighs> he's selfish. He he's selfish too. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's very much. I mean, the whole time, too. like he's he right away when he gets this new job, he is immediately like, "Hey, Catherine Keener, you want to mm-hmm. just, uh, you, yeah, like let's get get down right now. I'm he's out of my marriage in my Cameron head, Diaz, like, obviously. and he's obsessed with his own success. Like he is supposed to have a redemption as like the main character of this film, and then they don't give it to you. It's like it's another subversion of that control, like." audience yeah. doesn't get to decide that <laughs> he wins oh, well, and they made like Catherine keener look sexy and they made cameron diaz look like yeah frumpy. she was like i She's don't a know frump. yep she looked like bernie or something or bert and ernie i mean <laughs> one of the two yeah i mean bernie 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 mm-hmm. yeah from yeah the, yeah but this we movie doesn't play with like we the, somebody lying to <laughs> to each other like junkies is pretty honest about what's going that's on that's true the there way. he is very he likes he like tiptoes on it a little bit but as soon as like he like uh cameron diaz wants to go inside john malkovich i expect a moment where, like john cusack was like no no don't do that but instead it's like no you can come in right you gotta go right now and we can do it yeah like, oh that's that's interesting yep so there's not those moments of him like just straight up lying to her yeah, he's not trying to like maintain a deception, really. Like. No, not really. He's he's ashamed and doesn't want her to find out. But he's not he's not gonna like if he was confronted with yeah what he's doing he would he would admit it. Yeah, yeah. And then Cameron Diaz ultimately doesn't care because she also has the hots for Catherine Keener. Yep. Right. Right, and I think like the first time she goes in, she Who, uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Um. She like immediately is just like, I gotta go again. Yeah, yeah. as soon as she's and then out. I think the second time she it felt great goes, having a dick. Yeah. <laughs> is it the second time she goes when I Catherine already forgot what Andy sex? Andy Hubert said? D- dry my dry dry and his ding dingling. His wombi woes. Wimblelams. His dingle dongles. His wonderlands. Dingle dingle dongles. His bibbly boops. And then Cameron Diaz is like, I want to dry my dingle dongles, but I don't have any. Too bad. Too bad. So sad. So sad. Uh, a fun idea is the whole subconscious sequence of like the suppressed memories that of John Malkovich's childhood. Trauma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some fun moments where he's traumas. like, he's with a girl and and they're like on a couch together making out, and then she's like, "You're creepy." Well, it's like every every event is just making it weirder. Like he, the first one is like him as a kid it's watching pretty, his parents yeah. have sex. Like they're just right next to them, and then it's like him sneaking underwear out of the bathroom cabinet and then like smelling them, mm-hmm. and then yeah, him peeing on himself on a bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then the girl being chased being like, out of a lock, locker room. I was like, just. Malka P. Malkovich's horrible childhood. All those repressed yeah. memories that <laughs> so good. we all have. That'd be mm-hmm. kind of like 
fun but also like weird to shoot that if you're like yeah this is me yeah <laughs> we're shooting memories of me i really liked that sequence did in I general ever, just because you know I, every time they happen, or was that in did I, poop, did I poop my pants at some time oh we know oh i did i had i was like sick and had diarrhea that was like pants last week yeah Oh, it was like today. <laughs> Most days. Yeah. Um, but I love that like every time they just pass through a door in that subconscious thing, they're just in a new scene. And again, that's another one that immediately made me feel like Eternal Sunshine because there's a couple yeah. transitions mm-hmm. in that one where passing through a door just immediately leads into Very cool a really cool next shot of, of something completely different. And I was yeah. like, man, I need more of these in movies. Very well thought out. I remember yeah. watching the uh, Siskel and Ebert um, review of this and Eternal Sunshine yeah. and Ebert was not like he didn't really like being John Malkovich that much he liked uh, Eternal Sunshine but I remember him saying like the ending sequence just didn't seem like it really fit in very well but then when Eternal Sun- Sunshine came out he was like everything seems to work in this it's like very unique the ending of being John Malkovich really was a little rushed him, hmm. even though there was like a two hour film it felt like it was like they could have led into that third act a little better the ending moves like in, the, in yeah ways, you're right yeah. it feels very fast right at the end like they kidnap the like <clears throat> Catherine keener yeah that well, comes almost kidnap. out of nowhere like well it's, and, and it's there's like, like the eight month jump is weird like they invite cameron diaz to join them in malkovich's yeah, mind that should have been somewhere in the middle of the movie and then almost the immediately is an eight month jump and she's still hanging out in that room that she was in they before the eight month jump later. and i'm like has she been at this house eight months like what happened yeah you, like it was a weird kind of abrupt move there were a couple jumps they move very fast right at the end so i could see the potential to get lost um but yeah man i don't think this I really think cool holds up pretty well very dark movie literally and figuratively oh yeah man there's no uh there is uh, there's like very few key lighting there's moments. like two scenes that are it's all lit with daylight everything else well, takes I, place yeah, at night like, yeah I mean, be, just being in john melkovich's head only like the office nighttime. is like lit and even then, way. it's like the the stale fluorescent lighting yep. in a hallway. It's purposely meant to mm-hmm. suck the life out of you. Exactly. So, I mean, man, it really just dimly lit film. It was pretty cool, which also can, can lead to the confusion, but it's sort of the point as well. You I also mean, want to make it look real, too. Yeah. You just want to it was really, look I mean, like a very well, natural film. And one of my favorite shots, too, is just so small, but like the moment when Cameron Diaz is going to shoot Catherine Keener before they start having that chase, Mm -hmm. the camera's like on her really close and pulling back. And she's like ducking down obviously the entire time, but she's like ducking down, hunching and looking. And it's so, it's so like menacing. And I I think it's just so uh, just Spike Jones knows what he's doing, man. (laughs) Everything's very thought out. How do you think they did the multiple Malkovich scene? I've got something. Oh, well, if you look close enough, there's plenty of people that are just, Pretending in doubles, it, like yeah. makes there's up a lot of doubles in the back. I was yeah, wondering. A, there's a mixture of a lot of different things happening. I was literally thinking about this. I was like, "There's got to be a good like VFX breakdown of how many times it's just a face replacement." I on think a what body they probably did like too is act. they put a rubber face over people. Oh, I'm sure. Like for the background people, especially, that's going to be a thing. I bet they made everybody look as close to John Malkovich yes, as possible, and then just I'm wondering if they just slap in faces. And then on. they did. There some, were some there was, that had there was a mixture faces of stuff. and some that yeah. Had, that because there, there was some like like there were like children that were like it was definitely his face just like plopped in there. Yep. Yeah. And you're you're okay with that stuff when it, like the other things look really good. And the fact that it's supposed to be very surreal means that like you know it doesn't need to look. It's exactly like real twin. like I mean, the, it, it lends the itself where to it is him like in the dress or whatever yes. like it is the face replacement it's like perfect yeah it's it, so man, good it was really good i was dying at that scene it's so <laughs> i love i love like like 
literally my favorite shot of the entire film, which is so stupid. I bet I have to believe Spike Jones would be furious if he found out this was someone's favorite shot is when he lands in his subconscious for that and he looks down at the menu and it zooms three different places and just Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. And then then he just yells, Malkovich. And the waiter's like, oh, Malkovich. Like that was (laughs) the best. I loved it. All of the other lines were ADR, but his was in, (laughs) that was in uh, that caught my eye. And then like even like the lounge singer's like, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, just just him panic looking at the menu and whipping around his own name at each piece. I was like, that's so good. I loved it. <laughs> it's so funny. Man, what a movie. It's an inventive idea. The smart, clever thing is happening. Yeah, what an absolutely unique film. Thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode that you do. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, From Opulence to Rags to Love, We Remember Overboard. Somebody call for a carpenter? That's my wife's department. Mrs. Grant Staten III. Grant, I'm on the phone! Always knew what she wanted. I'm not paying for your mistake. And she always got it. You haven't got a single thing on this earth to do except for your hair. She had power. Taste. What is this gelatinous muck? Style. Are you going to bring me my lemon or do I have to squeeze it from my hat? And... Amnesia. Seems a mystery woman was picked up by the Elk Cove garbage cow shortly after midnight. Excuse me, miss. Can you tell me your name? Of course I know my name. It's... It's... Annie! This missing link person is not my husband. Welcome home, baby! Whoa! Hey, look who's home! Hi, Mom! River! What is it I normally do? Goldie Horn. Kurt Russell. Overboard! Rescue! Go to the